0: at this time to remember and reflect upon the life of our dearly departed brother Bobby Gill The songwriter was correct when those poignant words were penned earth has no sorrow that heaven cannot heal and so even in the midst of this moment in the midst of death we have to attest to the fact that the Lord is great and greatly to be praised even with heavy hearts the Lord is great and greatly to be praised with tears flowing down our eyes the Lord is great and greatly to be praised I'm gonna ask if we could let us bow our heads for a word of prayer as we seek and sense the manifested presence of the Holy Spirit in this moment God we come to you right now and We're just asking for you to show yourself strong and mighty, even in this moment. Lord, manifest yourself in a very powerful way that these, your creation, your creatures, your children will know that you're here. Be in the song and the scripture readings and the tributes, the prayers, and yes, the word. Show yourself strong and mighty as only you can. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we prepare to move forward with the rest of the worship experience, uh, Reverend Brenda Richardson, our minister of Christian education, will lead us as far as this worship experience is concerned. Um, but at this time, I'm going to ask that sister Naomi Worthy. She's going to come and bless us with the singing. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we will sing and shout the victory. And so I'm going to ask uh, everyone, with the exception of the family, if you would not mind standing, as she comes and gives us this hymn.
1: Sing his mercy. still serving Streets of gold oh. Victory.
2: Amen. Come on and put your hands together. (laughs) When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. You may have your seats in the presence of the Lord. Amen. We will continue and I will do the scripture reading. The Old Testament uh, is Psalm 23. Psalm 23, and it reads like this, sweet family and friends. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever amen the new testament reading is John 14 verses 1 through 6 John 14 verses 1 through 6 do not let your hearts be troubled You believe in God, believe also in me. My father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. You know the way to the place where I am going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you are going. So how can we know the way? And Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. God's word for God's people and for this sweet family. We pray that those words are a blessing to you and comfort. Let us pray. Our Father, our God, our almighty God in heaven, Lord, we thank you now even for this day. It is hallowed, it is set aside, God, for your worship through this home going. God we pray that you would bless as only you can you are an awesome omnipotent God so God come in the midst of this sorrow for this family God you can change everything so God right now we're asking that you would come in the midst of this family situation and this family situation for these friends God we pray that you would comfort as only you can we pray that you would come as only you can God we pray that in the midnight hour when there is no one left around that they will know that they can count on you that they, they can call on you all they have to do is bow their heads and say lord help me lord i need you god let them know that they can call on you at any time holy spirit come right now saturate this worship It is all about you, and it is all about our great friend and our great statesman, Mr. Bobby Gill. God, we pray that you would just bless him now, bless his family in a mighty, mighty way. God, I pray that even in this situation, even in this time of need, even as we, a time of grief and saying their goodbyes and homegoing, God, I pray that you would knit this family together. Tighter than you've ever knitted them before. Because they're going to need each other during this time, God. I pray that you would just bless them in a mighty way. That there would be no dissension. There would be nothing that would keep them from being what you call them out to be. And that's a great strong family of Mr. Bobby Gill. So, God, we thank you for his life. We thank you for everything that he's meant to St. Paul Baptist Church, God. We're going to miss him. Are we going to miss him, God? But we thank you for the life that he shared with us, God. We thank you for all the things that he did around this church in such a magnificent way. So, God, we thank you for that. We pray that that legacy will live on in his children. God, and in his children's children, that they will understand who their father had all of his faith and trust in. And that was you, God Almighty. So, Lord, right now, we thank you for this time. It is set aside for worship. Because even in this time, God, you make no mistakes. And so we've come to worship you in spirit and in truth and have a celebration like none other for our friend and our brother, Mr. Bobby Gill. Bless everyone that is, is doing that is here today. God, we pray mightily for our pastor that will bring a strong word that will help this family for this week, next week, and the week after that. God, we thank you for this time. It's hallowed. It is set aside for your glory. It is in your name that we do pray. Can you join me in an amen? Can you join me in an amen? I need a strong. Come on now. We need a strong amen for this family. We need to help them. Let them know that we're going to help them through this time. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you so very much. We will have a selection from Miss Naomi Worthy.
1: you the center. When I've lost my direction, you're the compass for my way. You're the fire and light when nights are long and cold. In sadness, you are the last. the sin. You're the center of my joy. You are why I find pleasure in the simple things in the light. You're the music in the meadows and the stream. of the children, my family, and my home. You're the source and the finish of my history. Oh, Jesus, you're the center. The center
2: jesus is the center of your joy and family even in a time of sorrow jesus can still and is the center of your joy amen amen god bless you thank you uh, Ms. worthy and scott gibson for that awesome selection we will continue now with our tributes and uh, I don't know about you, but for me, I love this part of a homegoing celebration because it gives me a glimpse of Mr. Bobby Gill, Bobby Jean Gill, outside of church. Because that's how I know him. I know him from the choir and I know him from ushering. So I want to let, uh, that as you come, build this picture for us and show us all about. Uh, and share with us about Mr. Uh, Bobby Gill. And we have two tributes, one from Helene P. and Rashida Gill. You will go to the mic to my right, your left, and if you could uh, limit your uh, tributes to about two minutes. Uh, It's not that we want to cut you off, but we want to be considerate of this family and their feelings at this time. So if you would come forward Miss P.
3: My uncle Body. he was a missionary and didn't even know it. The family might didn't even know
4: him
3: whenever I was in his presence, he was always singing St. Paul praises. From the male choir, he would invite me, when he would go out to sing. We're singing in Ebenezer, can you come over there? Yeah, Uncle Bobby, I'm coming. Well, really touched me one day, we were sitting at Aunt Lois house. He came past and he said, do you know Jesus got lost for three days? Three days, Jesus was mixed." And I'm like, yeah, Uncle Bobby, I know. <laughs> you know, he he had his way. He would always invite us to come in when they did their plays so back in the later years when they had to thank for Thursday for a whole month in month of November. He said, come out and come to Thank for Thursday. Okay, Bobby, we're coming. But always be me and Mama would always try to come and Sister, Sister Lois, <laughs> my Aunt Lois, we would always come out to try to support him. But we had our own church he didn't mind sharing his faith with us he was a Pittsburgh still a fan one day he said okay y'all we I'm in the he was in in the playoff we had a playoff he didn't make it we said okay y'all let's go see Uncle Bobby he's having something at the house we all gathered so we all in there didn't know that among us was one of (laughs) The team members, who he was playing with, was the Washington Redskins, which is his brother. So that particular night, Washington beat Pittsburgh. So we said, well, Uncle App, who are you for? I'm oh, Washington. And I turned around and said, what? You know, we you know sitting around, didn't know that. He, you know, in the midst of this situation, the only one, because everybody else was going for Pittsburgh. <laughs> he said, okay, y'all, I'm getting ready to go. We said, well, okay. But I'm going to leave y'all with this. I, when they were on Sunday, that's the Uncle Bobby. He you got the first win of the season.
2: Thank you so very, very much. Thank you so much for the remembrance of Mr. Uh, Bobby Gill. We appreciate that. Amen? Amen. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. And even here at St. Paul, you said he was a, a missionary for St. Paul. That that door is still open for all of y'all. That door is still open. That he opened for you. Come on. Come on. Thankful Thursday is still going to happen. Church is still going to happen. So. You, that invitation is, is still open and is still good for you even now. So we thank God for him having his church a priority and always on his mind. Amen? Amen. 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 On behalf of the family, uh, we would like to say thank you to everyone that has come by, that has made a phone call, that has sent a text, that has checked on them during this time of bereavement and sorrow. They will get with you. They will find a, a way to uh, to thank you in a more substantial way later on. But today, they want to let you know that they appreciate everything, everything that you have done for them during this time of loss, during the time of his illness. They are appreciative of every phone call and every visit, and they will thank you in a most substantial way very, very soon. But now, once this is over, there's another time. There's tomorrow. And then there's a day after that. And there's a day after that. And the day after that. And they're going to need you. They're going to need you like never before. And if you've been sit if you sat where they're sitting today, you know how they feel. So we, can we just agree that we're going to check on this family? Can we, St. Paul family and friends, agree that we're going to check on them in the weeks to come? Amen? Let me know that you hear me by putting your hands together. Come on. Come on. Family, we got you. We got you. So we want you to know that we will be checking on you. And if there's anything that we that you need, you just need to call St. Paul Baptist Church. I think it's probably... Uh, engraved in your brain it sounds like from um, mr gill so we thank you we know how to get in touch with us and family and friends you know how to make sure to check on them do the same thing for them that you would want someone to do for you at this time amen amen now we are moving on with our worship celebration we will have a selection by miss naomi worthy and then the next speaking voice that you hear will be that of our pastor Reverend Dr. Robert C. Scott, he will bring to you a powerful, a powerful eulogy. God bless you.
1: of this world see my loving father Lord I
0: That is Sister Naomi Worthy. Thank you so much. And to our very talented uh, minister of music, David Scott Gibson, thank you for your gift of playing to share with this family. I want to thank uh, Reverend Brenda Richardson for uh, providing uh, leadership, lift, and help for her pastor today uh, as far as this moment is concerned. Um as we come and we give God thanks and praise for the life of brother Bobby Gill uh we're told in the the psalms that if we see 3 score a year and 10 and by reason of strength 4 score a year and that's that's old english talk for if you see 70 or 80 and that's something to give God praise for. Mm-hmm. Brother Gill was, um, uh, 81. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, ain't too many black men get to see 81. Um, mm-hmm. uh, he was 81 and, um, like, um, I don't think that's brother Gil calling, yeah. <laughs> um, 81, 81, and God allowed for him to live a a full life. 80, 81, um, and, and he's going to be missed, um, I've been here uh, to this family, to Ethel and Katrina and Ari, I've been here as Brother Gil's pastor for six years, six years, um, six years next month. And um, one thing that I can say about him is that he loved this church, loved this church, and he was faithful to it. Um, and when I first got here, he was one of the first people, uh, on my first Sunday as, um, the pastor that came and greeted me, I believe he was ushering that Sunday. And, um, I, I still remember even now his smile. I, I just want you to say, just want you to know that, um, being here six years when I, when I first got here, um. They used to ask either Dr. Redman or Pastor Drummond to do the funerals because I just got here really they didn't know folks. But the longer you stay in a situation, you get to know people. You become attached to them, either because of personal or ministerial work. Brother Bobby was one that got attached to. And so um, even for me now, this is tough. The word of God, though, gives us what I would call the refreshing waters that we need for a time like this. And Reverend Richardson read John chapter 14. I just want to quote it again. and kind of um could give some insights as far as it's concerned. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For in my father's house, there are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there, you may be also. Thomas said, Lord, how do we know where you're going and who's going to show us the way? Jesus says, I am the way truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by me. I want to talk about, just for a few moments, Bobby's arrangements. Bobby's arrangements. His arrangements. To this family, to church disciples and friends who have come from near and far to gather and celebrate the life and the light and the love and the legacy of Brother Bobby Jean Gill, um, the last time I saw him up close, was a couple of weekends ago at the barbershop. Um, Woody had just cut his hair. I was running in to uh, get me a haircut before I jumped on a plane to uh, go out of town the following couple of days later. And something within me uh, prompted me to pay for his haircut. He didn't have much hair to cut to begin with. <laughs> I don't know why would he charge him all that money? <laughs> but something prompted me to pay for his haircut. I paid for his haircut and he said, pastor, I'll see you tomorrow. I said, all right. That was the last time I saw him up close. What I appreciate about brother Bobby is that brother Bobby, um, love this church and the way he demonstrated his love for this church was by serving it he was one of the original brothers that was part of our male chorus and i want to at this time if i could take a pastoral personal privilege all the brothers that are here that are part of our male chorus or have been a part of our male chorus, would you just stand i see some of you all would you stand would you stand would you stand, would you stand? Amen. Amen. Even Brother Joe Greer, I see you, man, um, uh, was part part of that, as as well as part of our ushers. Uh, he was very very faithful as far as our ushers were concerned, and so I want all of our usher ministry. Would you stand? Would you stand? Uh, he's gonna be missed. Because the ushers can testify that when he was in good health, he was on his post. He, when he was in good health, he was on his post. You don't want anyone that ain't in good health on their post. Because when you're not in good health, you can't be on your post the way that you need to be. Um, but he was uh, very faithful to this church. And he's going to be missed. I, I really wish that that somehow... God could duplicate some folks like him. Because I tell you, there are more folks who take from the church than give to the church. But yet, we're faced with something that is the ultimate equalizer, and that's death. Um, Death, this casket, all of us are going to pass this way sooner or later. However, I do want to say that How you live your life and to whom you give your life will determine whether this be a happy occasion or even a sad occasion. Happy in the sense that you know that death is not the end, but merely a transition from life temporal to life eternal. One day uh, in eternity, after I've been there for about 10,000 years, giving God praise, I want to go find Adam and Eve. And I want to ask them why they messed us up. Because the only reason that we have to deal with this thing called death is because, according to the scriptures, Adam and Eve disobeyed God, did things their way, but it became God in their own eyes. And so it caused us to have to deal with death. That's why we're reminded in the scriptures that we came from the dust. We shall return to the dust. The words of Job were so poignantly clear, the Lord giveth. And the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. But I want to remind you that when you know who Jesus Christ is and the pardon of your sins. uh, He makes some final arrangements for you. And we're faced with the constant reminder that whether God allows for you to see 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, or even 100 years. Our time on earth is short in comparison to how long we're going to spend in eternity to this family, I want to give you the comforts of our Lord and Savior as he's talking to his disciples. And it's my hope that you will reflect upon these words as you think about the life of Brother Bobby Gill. Because as intense as you losing him, I want you to have a greater appreciation for his final arrangements. Because I'm so glad that for Brother Bobby, death does not have the last word. Jesus says, let not your heart, Be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in me. I need to share this with the family. If you believe in God, believe also in Jesus. Because Jesus was looking at his disciples growing tired and weary. Because he's telling them, listen, I'm about to leave you all. And I'm going to send you a comforter, better known as the Holy Spirit. And he's going to remind you of the things I've shared with you. And this boy was going like, what do you mean you're going to leave us? We've forsaken everything to follow you. What you mean you're going to leave us? And Jesus says these words, let not your heart be troubled. They, they gave up everything to follow Jesus, but Jesus tells them, let not your heart be troubled. So, so what, what hope can I give you today from the words that Jesus shared with his disciples that you can apply even right now? I, I want you to know. That when you believe in God and you have Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, number one, let God take away your worries. If you're going to worry, don't pray. But if you're going to pray, stop worrying. One of the things that life has tendency to throw our way is this thing called worry. And one of the things that I can imagine that you all are dealing with right now is what do we do now that daddy is gone? How do we navigate our reality now that brother Gill is no longer around? Uh, Who's going to sing his part? Who's going to serve his post? And guess what? Nobody can. Nobody can do what brother Gill did because brother Gill did what God assigned him to do. But one thing I want to remind you is that when you know who Jesus Christ is in the pardon of your sin, you have no reason to fear. Brother Gil believed in God as his creator. He believed in Jesus as his redeemer. He believed in the Holy Spirit as his comforter and guide. And so, even when the worst that life can throw your way comes your way, let God handle your problem. If you believe in God, then you got Jesus in your life. And if you got Jesus in your life, then you got the Holy Ghost in your life. And if you got the Holy Ghost in your life, that means you ain't got to manage your life by yourself. And you can move forward through the nefarious waters of even this moment with a sense of knowing that God will no longer leave you by yourself. He has promised to walk with you and talk with you, hold your hand and guide your trembling step. Put it in the hands of the Lord and let God handle it. But there's something else that... I got to give God praise for about brother Bobby's arrangements and that is that God has given him the ability watch this to overcome death Uh uh-huh yeah when you know who Jesus Christ is in the pardon of your sin death ain't the end Uh, death is like you taking a nap until the alarm clock of the eternal trumpet is blown the Bible says and the dead in Christ shall arise and those of us who remain shall be caught up in the air. I I don't know all there is to say about heaven. But I do know that it's a much better place than earth. And I believe that 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 Jesus saw the anxiety on his disciples' face and and I see the anxiety on your face, but I want you to know that God has given him the ability to overcome death. He says, "In my father's house. Here's the arrangement. There are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I'd go to prepare a place for you. You don't prepare a place for dead folk. Did you catch that? You you don't prepare a place for someone that ain't got no place to stay. Because whenever you have a guest come to the house, especially if they ain't popping up and you know they're coming through, you make what? Arrangements. You make preparation for them. You want to make sure that the house is clean. You want to make sure that things are in order. You want to make sure that you got food in the house. Aren't you glad that when God allowed for Baba Barbie to take his last breath, that it wasn't the end, but it was really a transition to something a whole lot better than what this world has to offer? That, that's what God does. For those who accept Jesus Christ as his lord as their lord and savior death is not the end but it is merely our home going to bask in the presence of God but 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 Bobby's final arrangements watch this has Jesus as his personal concierge <laughs> Now 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 that may be a big word for some folks concierge what's a concierge in, in other words Custard is somebody that 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 you go talk to to handle some stuff for you, like transportation and reservation and accommodation. Did y'all catch that? Transportation and reservation and accommodation. And 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 and, and brother brother Bobby had Jesus as his personal concierge because Jesus handled his. First of all, reservation. His reservation was made when he accepted Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior some time ago. But hallelujah, Jesus also handled his accommodations. Because in my father's house, there are many mansions. If we were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And I want you to know that the accommodations that brother Bobby has right now is a whole lot better than the accommodations he had down here. Uh, not, not only will he handle our accommodations and not only will he handle our reservations but hallelujah he handles finally those things that only he can deal with watch this Jesus being who he is said I'm going to prepare a place for you and if I go to prepare a place for you I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am there you may be also Thomas said, wait 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 how do we know where you're going and who's going to show us the way? Jesus said, I'm the way. Truth and life. No man, woman, boy, girl can come to the Father except by me. Brother Bobby made up his mind some time ago to follow that brown-skinned Palestinian Jew from Nazareth by the name of Jesus. Uh, uh, uh. He goes before us. And that's what he did on the hill called Calvary so we can save even right now. Oh, death, where's your steam? Oh, grave, where is your victory? I close, I close with this. Uh, I paid for his haircut last time I saw him, but hallelujah, Jesus paid for his salvation on a hill called Calvary nearly 2,000 years ago. I'm closing, I'm closing. Ethel told me when I talked to her the other day, said, Daddy died. He died on the front porch. Died on the front porch. That's where the neighbor found him. Slept over on the front porch. And and I know that's kind of crazy. I know that's kind of sad to die on the front porch. But ain't on the front porch the address to your house? Uh, 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 Ain't some numbers on the front porch the address to your physical dwelling? And and it's appropriate that he died on the front porch because he was going to another porch somewhere else. Uh, uh, He had a change of address. And can I tell you that his change of address was that I'm moving you now, Bobby, from time to eternity. That that I'm moving you now from earth to glory. That, That I'm moving you now from sadness to joy. God care of his final arrangements and family. You can bask in the blessed assurance that brother Bobby is all right. Why? Because he ain't got to worry about no more sickness, no more sadness, no more headaches, no more heartaches, no more trials, no more troubles, no more tribulation, no more bad days, no more rainy days. God has allowed for him now to bask in the very essence of who he is. So brother Bobby, take your rest family grieve as you must but trust that god has taken care of bobby's final arrangements we're gonna ask at this time that uh the funeral directors will come um I'm going to ask that everyone, with the exception of the family, will stand. We're going to do the committal here at the church. Let us bow our heads. God, we come, and we thank you for the life, the light, the love, and the legacy of Brother Bobby Jean Gill, for his family, his daughters and son, his siblings, his Nieces and nephews and grandchildren. God, right now, would you give them what they so desperately need? Your comfort, your care, your compassion. There's a void here at the St. Paul Church because he's no longer with us in physical sense. He will be missed. But we thank you for 81 years of life. And we celebrate that. So, God, we now commend him to your sovereign care. And for this family, oh, God, bring them together even in strength, love, and unity that one cannot fall without the other. We help them realize, God, as they lean upon each other, they are leaning and depending upon you. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As it has pleased the almighty and wise God to take out of this world the soul of our deceased brother, Bobby Jean Gill, we therefore commit his body. To the ground, earth to earth, ashes to ashes, and dust to dust, looking for the day of the general resurrection when the earth and the sea shall give up its dead, and that which is corrupt shall put on incorruption, and that which is mortal shall put on immortality. And I heard a voice from heaven saying, Right, blessed are they who die in the Lord, for they shall rest
5: from their labors. Amen. I want to take this opportunity on behalf of management and staff of Grifffield Service to present this commemorative plaque to the family in loving memory of Bobby J. Gill. He never told us about Gene. <laughs> I don't think none of us knew what that J stood for. His earthly birthday, July 30th, 1941. His heavenly birth date, September 6th. 2022. A loving father and grandfather devoted to his family and church. I want to present this to you with our thanks and love for allowing us to be a part of this celebration. Thank Pastor Scott, St. Paul family for being here to support And to all of you who have come to share with this family during this time. As we said earlier, please don't forget this family. Tomorrow will be a different day. And they will need your support from that point on.
0: At this time, we're going to ask if we can get some gentlemen that can come to be pallbearers. If you will come to my right, your left. And we need one lady that would not mind being a flower bearer if you could come down at this time we need about six Lord is my shepherd I shall not want He makes me to lie down in green pastures He leads me beside the still waters He restores my soul He leads me in the path of righteousness for His name's sake Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death I will fear no evil for Thou art with me Thy rod and Thy staff, they comfort me Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes shall come upon me. They stumbled and they fell. Though a host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war shall rise against me, in this will I be confident. One thing that I desire, the Lord, that I will seek after. That I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to acquire in his temple. But in the time of trouble, he shall hide me. In the secret of his tabernacle shall he hide me. He shall set my foot on a rock.